Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. A lot of people weighing in on the trailer wheel and frame text page. They like this version of Nick. Nick feels uh, it feels like he feels like a, a lot of I don't want to say weight's been lifted off his shoulders because he'll be the first to acknowledge that he's got to win football games. Yeah, this is the first genuine hire. He's got that, his guy that he's made, and yeah. that where they can worry about football now more than anything. They're past the Deshaun Watson stuff. They're past all a lot of the other drama. There will always be drama, you know. Always drama of some there's, sort. There's drama with all 32 teams. But there's teams. like extreme drama, yeah. you know? There's drama like, oh, my girlfriend's mad at me. And then there's drama like, oh, she she killed my guinea pig Yeah, uh, because she was upset. Yeah. There was a whole lot of guinea pig death over there the last year. There was. There was a, they, they almost made guinea pigs an endangered species. And uh, not anymore. So, um, boy, uh, Brandon Scott tweeted brandon scott our guy our digital guru uh who you hear uh periodically here on sports radio 610 and he's what keeps the engine moving at sports radio 610.com seth he um he retweeted the i gotta find it but the what uh nick was saying about Derek stingley yeah when i asked him about Derek stingley and casario said um he said this brandon scott nick casario tells sean and seth there will be some requirements for the cornerback position and mentions quote how San Francisco plays, specifically when asked about Derek Stingley Jr., last last year's number three overall pick. Whatever a player does well, we're going to maximize Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That was sweet music right yeah, there. Yeah, so um, I think that there was, there was a lot of stuff. I think there were a few people that felt, I think depending on which filter you want to look at it through, some people hear some things Nick says, and, and it sounds like he's going to try to micromanage um, D'Amico. I just, I don't hear that. I'm going to tell you, honestly, I do think that maybe be as a byproduct of all of the drama that there was between Rick Smith and Bill O'Brien and whomever else for years, I think people are almost now, it's almost ingrained in them that they think that there's always an agenda with the guys in an NFL front office. And it's just simply not like that. There are a lot of really very, very productive, positive front offices where, yeah, guys are going to have arguments, but that it is a genuine collaboration. And in that you're, you know, well, it'd be like you and me on our show. Like I've got strengths and weaknesses. You've got strengths and weaknesses. I don't think it ever feels like either one of us is like trying to be sure we're the guy or anything. Right. You know, right. no, I don't like, think so. We, I watched that Mike and the mad dog documentary about the radio show hosts up there in New York city. And it was like, there was this whole big thing about like who sits in the a chair, yeah. the power chair, 
I'm like, what the hell's wrong with these guys? What is the penis size issue here that these guys are concerned about which who's who's got the power chair? My God. Um, and I think a lot of NFL offenses or are, 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 uh, teams are like that, where it, the old cliche is, you know, it's amazing what you can accomplish when nobody cares who gets the credit. And it's hard to find that kind of relationship. It feels like D'Amico and Nick are both wired that way. Yeah. That it's going to be. And when he talks about what he does on game day, I know there's a there's a sense of skepticism from people um, when he talks about how he just wants to contribute. I I got to tell you, nothing rings more true to me than that. Because when I put myself in the situation of some of these general managers who just sit up in a booth in a suit, I wonder, like, what the hell are they doing? Like, what are they even doing if they're just... Politicking. Yeah. Like, like they're definitely not concerned about football because all that stuff he talked about is absolutely true. You don't know what really happened in a football game until you talk to the people and listen to the people that are making the decisions and how everything went. So, like, if you're a guy in a suit sitting up in a booth, you're playing catch-up the the rest of the, the week on what happened in the game. Yep. So that part, like, I, I 100% believe him... In that part of it, I don't think that's any kind of a control thing whatsoever. I think with, I think frankly, with Cully and with Lovey Smith, it was my opinion of it is that that was part of a hard reset, soft tanking, whatever you want to call it. Um, where yeah, those were not going to be the long term solutions for the team, and and there was especially with Cully. Listen, everybody, the Cully was a bad move, even if even if they hired him not with the idea that he was going to win a bunch of football games. To hire him to try to be like the legal guardian of your team, that was a bad move. It was a bad estimation of what David Culley's strengths and weaknesses were um, and what he could overcome. So that was just a bad move. But after you make that bad move, I think there was certain they had to pick up the slack in some ways. Yep. All right, 713-572-4610. Big thanks to Nick Casario for joining us. That interview will be up on our podcast. If you're not downloading the Pain and Pender, po- Pain and Pender Gast podcast, what the hell are you doing? Um, and uh, obviously the Rewind feature is available to you as well on the Odyssey app. Download that Odyssey app. That's where a lot of this stuff is going to be, and I'm sure you'll hear a lot of that uh, stuff we just talked about with Nick, not only on this show but other shows throughout the day. Seth, I thought his insight on the interview process with D'Amico was fascinating to me. I mean, he you basically got a director's cut, I thought, of the interview with D'Amico Ryans and talking to Nick Casario here. Yeah, yeah, and kind of I, I enjoyed hearing that part about how it was either because of just the circumstances it turned in more of a casual conversation um or or whatever else it was that they just kind of got to compare notes on what they think about and and I think that like any football coach with an average IQ is going to be able to know what kinds of things a GM wants to hear I I think that what people could tell from D'Amico's press conference yesterday and by the things he chooses to focus on, like that's not the kind of stuff that that people fake, um, you right? Know, like, right. When you, like honestly, there's certain things that D'Amico does where like guys who don't believe it don't talk about it the way that D'Amico does. And and we also have the personal firsthand experience of like Brian Cushing having actually been the beneficiary of D'Amico, yeah. putting all of D'Amico's attention on onto Brian Cushing to help him get better. Brian Cushing sitting in that auditorium yesterday was a truth filter for things that yeah. D'Amico was saying. Yeah. 100%. Like there's um there's a there's an authenticity is the word that you used yesterday which is perfect. That frankly you just don't you don't see quite like that from guys in D'Amico's position 
all that often, and it sticks out in a good way when you see it. All right, let's get to Max Picks, the segment that has everybody talking here in town. Uh, the owner, founder of Gallery Furniture, Mattress Mac, Jim McInville. We're in a lull in the football season right now, but I know, Mac, you've got a huge promotion going on right now with that Cougs basketball team. What's going on? We do. We love the Houston Cougars out here at Gallery Furniture, and the Houston Cougars men's basketball team is obviously right up there in the top ranks of the uh, men's basketball. I, I saw yesterday they are favored on ESPN. Uh, they're six and a half to one to win the Big tournament, which is, by the way, in Houston on April 3rd, the final game. So the Cougs are favored to win six and a half to one. The next closest team is 10 to one. So best promotion we've ever had out here. We had a lot of these winning all promotions. People won millions and millions of dollars. This is the best one we've ever had, Sean. Buy $5,000 or more worth of furniture, any type of furniture, mattresses, accessories, whatever you want to buy, buy 5000 or more. And if the Cougars win it all, every piece of your furniture is absolutely free, free, free. The best promotion we've ever had. Totally inclusive, everything we sell. That's amazing. And you mentioned it. The Final Four is right here in Houston. So if you take part in that promotion and the further the Cougs go in that in that big tournament, the better you got to feel if you're a customer of Gallery Furniture, right? Yeah, I, I, the, the Cougs were in the uh, Final Four a couple years ago, Elite Eight last year. So they're definitely one of the top teams. And right now you can buy that furniture, get it delivered free, free, free today. Get great values. We've got lots of Mattress Mac birthday sale items marked down as much as 72%. Buy 5000 more, even the incredibly marked down items. Get it delivered today, and if the Cougs win it all, your furniture is free, free, free. It's the best offer in Gallery Furniture's 42-year history. Well, let's get a pick then, because this is called Max Picks, and the Cougs do play this weekend, Mac. They've got the Temple Owls up in Philadelphia. They lost to Temple, one of the few losses we've seen with the Cougs this season. They were a 19.5-point favorite and lost to the Temple Owls just a, just a week, week and a half ago. I think the Cougs, the look-ahead line was about 13 points on this one. Who do you got in this one to the Cougs minus 13 this Sunday against Temple? like the Cougs to win up there in Philadelphia. Yeah, I think they're going to win just like the uh, Astros had those two big wins in Philly. So the Cougs are going to the city of brotherly love, and they're going to deliver a whooping to the Temple Owls. I love that. I love that. Cover the 13 in a revenge game. That's awesome. Mac, one more time for the people, because this Cougs promotion you got going on for the basketball tournament is incredible, and you got birthday sales going, too. We've got the Mattress Mac birthday sale with uh, lots of items, uh, 72 items marked down 40 to 72% off. Actually, I'm marking down some sofas right now, 72% off. So the lowest prices ever at Gallery Furniture. Buy 5000 more with the furniture, mattresses, accessories, rugs, whatever you want to buy at Gallery Furniture. Buy 5000 more, including the incredibly marked down items as much as 72%. And if the Cougars win it all, your entire $5,000 purchase or 10000 or twenty, however much you want to buy, a room full or a house full, your entire purchase is free. Never been a better time to buy furniture than right now at Gallery Furniture. Get on out to Gallery Furniture, uh, I-45 North between Tidwell and Parker, and take advantage of all these great promotions. Mac, appreciate you. We'll talk next week, and a happy early birthday to you as well. Thanks, Sean. Go Cougs. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Payne and Pendergast. Uh, we just got done with Nick Casario. You yeah. will want to listen to that conversation. It was really good. Tremendous insight on the interview process that arrived at D'Amico Ryans as the head coach. I have a question. I, I'm having a hard time getting a read on this. It's, in a running, it's a running theme when we do our interviews with Nick Casario. Does he, does he believe that I am like 100% totally an analytics nerd, or does he know that I just have fun with it? I don't and, know. That's, yeah. It's a question I have, too, because anytime something data-wise gets brought up, he yeah. does make a comment that, like, Seth's going to love this. Well, because we had, right, I can't right. sense if it's sarcastic <laughs> or not. Well, we did. We, when we started off doing Stat Nerd, Seth, it was... It was as a joke because it was uh, it was like a, a heavy New York accent sports radio guy, but had, who had a love for analytics. Yeah. But then as I started prepping for those segments, yeah, and pouring through uh, the all the various you know fan graphs and everything, I kind of fell in love with the started analytics. Started to like it. Yeah. yeah. I it's, stopped doing the fake accent. In the uh, wrestling world, it started as a work. And it turned into a shoot, is what they say. It like, started as a work, and it turned into a shoot. Like, did somebody, somebody's, somebody's feelings got hurt at some point? Yeah, well, no, they, just, it, just, it started out as just a bit on the radio that yeah. turned into real life. Right, that's it, what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like if you're doing, you're doing some bit, or uh, a work is the fake, uh, fake. scripted stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, like, where you and, a guy, you and some guy don't like each other, but yeah. then all of a sudden, like, somebody pushes it a little too yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. You know what happens? You worked yourself into a shoot. I was talking did. about that. If I had used the lingo, this guy wouldn't have done it. I was basically explaining that dynamic that like I wonder like I would worry that sometimes maybe I take things too personal and like so what I should have said is like like that a work would turn into a shoot with me mm-hmm. but I said something and like and this guy who claims to have been a former pro wrestler was like huh yeah whatever Seth I know so many guys that have come into the gym and said like well 
I can't be trusted because I'd probably kick somebody's ass. And I'm like, all right, well, that's not what I was saying. <laughs> like, I was like, like at no point did I say, like, yeah, the rock better watch out because I'll kick his ass. Like, no, I'm saying like danger. I would, I would be afraid. I would like just get. I would take it too personally. Right, right, right. But this guy wouldn't leave me alone either. Oh I was God. like, yeah, listen, man, I know. I'm yeah. like, I get it. You're, yeah, you're Brock Lesnar. Uh, is probably a better actual fighter than me. Oh I'm not, God. but I'm saying is he might hurt my feelings yeah. too. It's a good question though. Yeah. Um, so I, so basically, I threatened to kick that guy. We, I, so yeah, yeah, no, it's over. I hear you. <laughs> um, so does Nick think you are seriously a nerd, or it's one or the other, right? Like he either thinks like it's a bit, or he thinks you are an actual real stat nerd set. I think I might actually be a stat. Well, nerd, I was going to ask you, what is the truth? I'm not sure I know. I don't know. I've got that dissociative thing. <laughs> I think you do. They, enjoy- think they made all the movies about in the eighties, right? Like, they made the same movie like twenty-seven times. Which is they mad lib new characters. I'm pretty in. sure I killed a conventional football coach at some point, and I just don't remember it because it was my alter ego. Blacked it out. Yeah. So I think I. I think I'm kind of a stat nerd. I think you're closer to being a stat nerd than not being a stat nerd. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. You're definitely skewed at that I'm end Definitely, of the though. Like, if it were, like, 15 years ago when it was an actual debate, then I would have been on the side of the stat nerds. Yeah. Now people try to make it a debate. Right. Pete Prisco still does this. Yeah. Like, he still acts like there's a big gap between the stat nerds and the football people. Like, no, it's all... They're all into it, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, they are. It's... Uh, I. It's easy to get in a wormhole on that stuff. Yeah. It's very informative. Um, so the other thing that happened, well, let's 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 do this. Let's hear from D'Amico Ryan's when he was asked about his offensive staff and his offensive philosophy. For your question on offensive staffing, right? We're still going through that process. We want to find the best staff, right, that complements each other and the best staff to support our players. So we're still going through that process. How I envision the offense looking, right. We want to play with precision. We want to play with effort. We want to play with physicality. So with that being, we want to own the line of scrimmage. We want to establish the run game first, but we want to be balanced. Right? We want to be able to operate with play-action pass. Right? We also want to be efficient. We want to have explosive playmakers who we can get the ball to. If it's not down the field, we want to be able to throw – as you say, throw a check down, right, and put it in the hands of an explosive playmaker and see him create. So there, everything about our offense, we want to make sure that we're adaptable to the players that we have, making sure we're playing to the strengths of our players, getting the ball in our playmaker's hand and letting them make plays. The Seth Payne coined phrase for a Kubiak Shanahan tree disciple is you are Kubshanistan. You are Kubshanistani. Yeah, it's the you're from Kubshanistan. It's our it's our newly created nation for people from the Kubiak Shanahan philosophical offensively philosophical tree. Um, there were several Kubshanistani traits that D'Amico cited in his long checklist of items he would want in an offense: play, action, passing, explosive. Play. You talk about how they want explosive run plays in there. They don't just want to grind it out. Yeah, they want to lead the league in big runs. Big runs, yeah, yeah like check down to players, but they, they get they get catch and run opportunities in that offense. Adaptable, all those things. Deception is huge. Like very like a, a maniacal obsession with deception where you make two opposite plays look like the exact same play for as long as possible. That's right. Yeah. Um Maybe the greatest accomplishment in our interview with Nick Casario moments ago was that he put over the phrase, he he validated the phrase, Kubshanistan. He brought it up unsolicited. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't okay. know. Ben's still yeah. chopping he up the it, audio. He did it without, uh, he did it much more easily than I did, so which, uh, which I know only comes, there are two things that I know about pronunciations. 
um, that these two words or phrases or names uh, do not get uttered without practice properly. Ejiro Eviro. You messed it up. I did? Ejiro Eviro. Ejiro? No, 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 no. The actual, no, just getting the letters right is all I need oh, to okay, do. Oh, okay, okay. Ejiro Eviro. Okay, with the baby Yeah, steps. I know, I yeah, got it. No, got no, it. no. Okay. Like, yeah. Fair enough. Brett Fair Favre, enough. it's fine. <laughs> so, uh, Ejiro Eviro. If it was Wheel of Fortune, you would totally get his name right. Right. Yeah. And Kubshanistan. Yeah. I still screw it up. And I'm, I invented and you the You made up thing. the word. Uh-huh. And you screwed uh-huh. it up. Yeah. So he did mention that, and he, he kind of jokingly, but I did, I think the big thing about the Kubshanistani philosophy for me, as far as the offense goes, is that everybody's big concern is, okay, D'Amico is a defensive-minded head coach. It's all about the offense these days. How do you get it done? Well, for one, and this is not a Patriot South thing whatsoever, but there is a common theme that you have to talk about. Bill Belichick is a defensive-minded coach. He figured out a way to, to have basically three different coordinators over the course of 20 years. Yeah. You know, Charlie Weiss, uh, 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 Josh McDaniels, and Bill O'Brien. Yes. And uh, one year where they didn't have a named offensive coordinator, right. I believe. Right. That, I think that was that might have been O'Brien's first actual year, but they didn't name him the offensive coordinator. Yeah, he didn't become the OC till yeah. 2009. He was there for a couple years. Oh, that. yeah. And then, by the way, this last year, Matt Patricia. Yeah, yeah. That's where Don't the forget system that. broke Let's down. Let's not just sweep that under the rug. One of the appeals of the Kubshanistani system is that there are just so many offenses in the NFL right now that are running some version of that, which means the terminology is the same. A lot of the concepts are the same. Like Nick said, football is football. But for a young quarterback especially, if you make a lot of progress over two years and then all of a sudden, you know, and this is what happened with Alex Smith, uh, all of a sudden a new coordinator comes in and wants you to change all your terminology and change your whole mindset, the way you go through your progressions, all that stuff. That's a big ask for a young quarterback. Yeah. So one of the appeals of the Kubshanistani system is that there's just so many guys out there that are schooled in it and have a, a familiarity with it where I think that you could you could keep continuity in the offense that way. And Nick, I think Nick kind of alluded to whether it is a Kubiak-Shanahan system or not, that that is something, keeping continuity is something they've definitely thought about yeah. and think about. Yeah, you asked him about that. That was a that was a good answer for sure. Uh, trailer Wheel and Frame uh, text page. A lot of text trailer coming here on a Friday. Uh, 0424. Who are the ex and current players at the press conference? Too many to list, which I think is all you need to know about the atmosphere and the vibe in that press conference yesterday. I would say... The uh, if we were if it were an IMDb profile, it would be a long list. But the ones at the top of the IMDb Internet Movie Database profile, if this were a movie, I would say the main players that were there yesterday: Andre Johnson, Brian Cushing, Jonathan Joseph, uh, Whitney Merciless was there. Um, and then of the current players, the headliners that were there were the two first round picks from last year: Kenyon Green and Derek Stingley Jr. were both at the press conference. Derek Singley Jr. looked very happy at the press conference yesterday. I would imagine he's getting very excited to play the Sauce Gardner role. Is that his? Is that how he looks happy? I didn't know. I didn't see. Uh, I was, I, Derek Singley always has like one facial expression. He looked happy when I looked at. Did him. you hear he was smiling? Yeah. When you saw him? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I wasn't like uh, I wasn't. I I, I had my maybe eyes. he was m- kind of mean mugging in the picture up on the stage. Yeah. But he looked okay. pretty happy when I saw him kind of talking to oh, people. Oh, that's there. cool. Good. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, I think that he should be happy. I, I think that I, I was just looking at Brian Cushing, trying to figure out like, all right, was he a, never looks. What's happy. the largest animal he could wrestle to to death right now? Dude, he 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 looks like he's not to be messed with. Yeah, yeah. He's in the MMA now. 
Is he officially got, doing yeah, MMA? Well, no, I don't, not like, I mean, he just, he's he works not out. He's going to be yeah. on UFC No, no, he works out in an MMA place. Right, yeah, like, right. no, I don't think he's actually fighting or anything. Right. But, like, he's just, um, but he's still very, very fit. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and Andre was up there sitting up front. Kevin Walter, those three guys all look like they could still play. I don't think that's part of the plan. <laughs> Bring them back. That's where things go south. We were, <laughs> we were talking about doing, uh, like, should we do a segment where we just go through, like, okay, where can it still be screwed up as good as we feel right now? Yeah. Where are the things we need to watch out for? It feels like maybe that's a next week segment. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. everybody's so happy right now. And I don't even want to do it in like a, you know, a, a, a hot take way. Like, right. Oh, this is where they're going to screw it up. But that would be a big one is if all of a sudden, if, if D'Amico has started hiring nothing but his former teammates, I would get nervous if that were the case. Here's the reality of the situation. I'm glad you brought this up. And we could carry this into the next segment, I suppose. Um, the fact of the matter is their Vegas win total this season will probably be like five and a half or six. The bell will ring at some bad. point. <laughs> it's better than last year. What was it last year, four? It was four and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I know because I lost. Um, I bet the over like a, a dummy. Yeah. Five yeah. and a half. Is that, that's like, well, no, that's we're, just, el- we're bowl eligible with that. <laughs> if you're Notre Dame. hey <laughs> True, true. Um but uh, the fact of the matter is they're probably not going to be a very good football team next year. Do people still have the same feelings they're having now about D'Amico Ryans I am if it's not a 5-12 football team? I not your negativity, Sean. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by not very good, do you mean not win the Super Bowl, yeah. but make it to the, uh, the conference championship I think D'Amico's going to have plenty of runway. I think the big, the big X factor, as much as D'Amico said yesterday that, you know, Basically, it's a team sport. The quarterback can only do so much. All of that. Yes, that's that is true philosophically. But they need a quarterback. They've, uh, the quarterback, and even if they get the quarterback, yeah. you know, it's he's a rookie. Um, yeah. So yeah, I know. I don't think. I think fan expectations right now almost feels almost like the expansion year, where it's all right. What are we building? What are we seeing progress and growth? We don't care if you have a winning record improvement, but, but you got to look like a confident football. Lovey team. got fired because they regressed in so many ways last year, right? Off it, of being a bad football team to begin with. Yeah, and I'll say again, Marcus Spears. Uh, one of the things he said yesterday in that clip that we played that I loved was, you know, Marcus Spears has actually watched some Texans games. Yeah, he said, "Hey, these guys fought." You know, they were there in a game. They fought it down to the wire with Kansas City and Dallas. They won their last game. Idiotically, and um, I'm, no, I'm not. I don't criticize you. Don't them for subscribe it. to that. But they right? were they they went out and they competed and they scratched and clawed. So I think there's more. I think maybe they drafted some of the right kind of guys and having that strategy of having a bunch of journeyman veterans, but who are the right kind of guys. I think it did pay some dividends in terms of culture. What made this D'Amico Ryan's dream job, and what does he see moving forward with this organization? That is next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. We want to bring a winning, all right, a winning team. That's what we want to bring to Houston. We want to bring you guys a team that you're going to be proud of as fans, right? We want to fill up NRG Stadium, and we want you guys to make this truly a home field advantage for us again, right? All the excitement that we have right now, I'm excited, I'm fired up, and our fans, we want to continue that excitement in supporting the team that we have here Everything with me and Nick, we're here to build this thing together, build it the right way with the right people. That was build it the right way with the right people. That was D'Amico Ryan's yesterday. Sorry, D'Amico, I didn't mean to step on you there. Jeez, Sean. I know, so rude. He's been coached for one day, and I'm already interrupting him. This Um, is his first big test. Somebody asked, oh, go ahead. Well, just real real quick. No, uh, don't make it quick. Trailer Wheel and Frame text page uh, 0866. Please tell me we are getting away from the, quote, keeping it close till the fourth, then try to win in the last minute mentality. And I would say, yes, uh, D'Amico hammered home winning yesterday in a way that was, I thought, yeah, not, I, I didn't think I, it was just coach speak. I feel like that's the weirdest thing. The way Davis Mills phrased that sometimes... <laughs> Um, I don't. I feel like it was you blame a, Davis or I, the coaching. Well, staff? I don't. I feel like it's a misinterpretation of a good theory to have that. Like, okay, you know, uh, Bill Belichick in one of his theories, I guess, is that you, you basically everything is a prelude to the fourth quarter, and then that's when the fourth quarter is is when you win the game. But there's no part of that philosophy where you're not also trying to stomp your opponent into the earth in the first quarter. Yep. It's just that you know the way you got to you got to have a feel for a game and how it's progressing and what you're trying to you're kind of probing and trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work. And sometimes it takes until the fourth quarter and that's when the situational football really really kicks in. But I think sometimes when you start talking to people about that, it turns in their head into like, okay, so we're going to keep it close. Like when they say we're going to keep it close until the fourth quarter, that's the part where something's gone awry. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. Either the message has been glitched. Yeah. The goal is not to keep it close. It's to acknowledge that it might really, it might be close going yeah. into the fourth. Yeah. Yeah. And that you got to position yourself to, to win it in the fourth. That's right. Yeah. yeah. You know, Davis. But the goal is not to keep it Davis close. made it sound like that was the first slide of the PowerPoint. It's like, gosh, we just hope we're not up by too much by the time we get to the fourth quarter. Here is, gosh. Here is our mission. Yes. That's why, that's why the Indianapolis game in week one went down the way it did. Davis looked up and said, we're up by way too much. Right. It's 20-3. to three. The word we got to make this closer. The word that D'Amico used about their offense was explos- 
Explosivity. Explosivity. Yeah. And uh, that's different than trying to keep it closed until the Very quarter. different. And I also Very, very too, different. Okay, so one of the big concerns for a lot of people is D'Amico's a defensive-minded coach. How do you find an offensive coordinator, maintain stability after that offensive coordinator gets plucked away to be a head coach, all of that? Very valid concerns. Um, but another concern about defensive-minded coaches is always just, okay, is this going to be the old cliched Lovey Smith where – you're so conservative as a defensive-minded coach. You're so scared of turnovers that you end up having an offense that's a boring and designed to just keep games yes, close. Yes, yes. I don't think you have to worry about that at all with D'Amico, just by virtue of the way he talks about offensive football and also just by some of the things he cited in terms of influences on him, aside from Kyle Shanahan and Gary Kubiak, was like Chip Kelly and Chip Kelly – always wanting to be innovative and finding an edge in sports science or analytics or what have you. And I think like those are the types of things like Brandon Staley. Like I'm not all that impressed with Brandon Staley as a, as an overall head coach, but he is a defensive head coach who is ultra aggressive on fourth down. He does a lot of things that are the exact opposite of what you fear. Like I like that part of it. And I think D'Amico is more likely to be kind of like Brandon Staley. Yeah. Lovey allowed the defensive mentality to permeate every facet of the team. Yeah. And that was, and that was just, it might've been his downfall. Ultimately he might still be the coach if they were better offensively last year. Um, Why is this job, D'Amico Ryan's dream job. He was asked about that. Yesterday. First thing that makes it a dream job is there's not many times, right, as players, we kind of get, as former players, we kind of get put in a box of what we can and what we can't do. So it makes it a dream job to be a former player and to sit in these meeting room chairs and also to just show that, man, we're more than just players, right? We can be anybody we want to be right we can accomplish any goals that we set out to be i'm looking at a lot of my former players here are, are successful businessmen right in the in the community right doing great things in the community still being leaders in their own way and the same thing for me i think it's my dream job because right for me to be the head coach of a team that drafted me i never could imagine that ever Right, and my coaching career hasn't been long. I've been coaching for six years, and for it to turn around this quickly and to be in this position, it's a dream job because I'm here at home in H Town. That's a dream job, right? I get to work with Nick, with Kyle, to build this team the right way, right? We have a a young a young team, right? We have a lot of draft capital. We're we're excited to add even more talent to the team that we have, and I it's a dream job because we can win here. And we're going to win here by collaborating, working together, building it the right way with the right people. You know, um, I was just when he said six years as a coach, Mike Vrabel was seven years a coach Mm -hmm. and, you know, followed a a similar trajectory. Although Mike Vrabel only had one year as a coordinator and D'Amico had two. Three of his were in college also. That's true. He didn't have as much time in the NFL. So it's accelerated, but it's not unheard of. Jack Del Rio had a real quick ascension. When you play 10 years in the NFL and I think just like Vrabel, D'Amico was taking notes the whole time, you know, so it's, that's, that's why I very much count Kubiak uh, as one of his coaching influences because Vrabel and D'Amico are both guys who I think that they, they were observing and thinking about how they might do it someday if they got into it. So, um, the, him, him mentioning looking at his teammates was really cool, um, 
Uh, I was not one of the business people that he was talking about. He talked I, about. He said, with me, I handle my business, is teammates. what he said for Seth Payne. Yeah. Seth Payne handle, there's businessmen out there, but Seth Payne handles his business. B I D N E S S. You're more of a business guy than a business guy. But he also, one thing that uh, we realized is, is a, bunch of the, a bunch of the former players were sitting there in that, uh, that auditorium mm-hmm. where the team meetings are. Uh, they don't have a desk in front of you anymore. Like yeah. they used to, there used to be a table. And the thing that I, I was curious about this. Joe Marciano was the special teams coach the first year and for the first several years. Yeah. And he started this thing where uh, in, in some branches of the military, apparently, instead of clapping, they'll knock on a table right? If, 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 in, in lieu of applause. And I, I always hated that because your hands are so sore all the time. Like my hands and my knuckles are beat up. And it also just, it, it kind of, so it hurt to like knock on the table. And it's hard to give raucous applause if you're really excited about something by then, but like taking your bruised hands and being like, yeah, you know, and not to mention everybody's dogs would go crazy in the neighborhood. <laughs> so, so I was curious, I was sitting next to Whitney and I'm like, did that, were you guys still doing that? Because my last year was in 2006. He's like, yeah, we were. Like, like right up until the end of when you were here. It's like, yeah, we kept doing it. Like, long after Marciano was gone. And, uh, but now I don't, I wonder if, I wonder if maybe Lovey Smith or one of the other coaches were like, this knocking stuff is stupid. I'm going to get rid of the desks all together. Yeah, that's just don't yeah. even have any temptation to do <laughs> so, yeah, it. Yeah, so now you get to clap. It right. was cool. It was not, so honestly, when there was clapping in there, yeah. I was kind of taken aback a little bit. I was like, oh, <gasps> clapping in the auditorium. I never thought I'd see the day. This is where yeah. I wanted to pound the counter like a, like a gorilla. So that part of it was a little bit different and cool. Was it normally at an introductory press conference for a coach it's a, mostly a media-driven affair, but here we had current players and like four times as many former players, many of us who were teammates of D'Amico's. And yeah, there, there were a few times where there was raucous applause for the newly announced coach. It's going to be fascinating to watch this dynamic play out. I already know that the ticket sales have started to spike a little bit from talking to some folks over there yesterday. Yeah. There's been a reaction to D'Amico. I think hearing D'Amico say he wants a full stadium – I think is something that if you're a Texan fan on the fence, if you're a Texan fan who's on the fence of do I keep my tickets, do I get back in with, t-? you know, you gave up your tickets, but I'm thinking of getting back in. If you don't come away from the press conference yesterday with D'Amico ready, if you're on the fence, if you're yeah. out, you're out. But if you're on the fence, if you don't come away from yesterday going, you know what, let's give this thing a try, then I, you know, I don't know what to tell you. We had somebody ask earlier if um, they are selling the, 50, number 59 jerseys with coach on the back, where, yeah. the, where the last name would normally be, because there were a few folks. Bun B had one on yesterday. Trey the Truth was there. He had one on. And I said, I think they are. I thought I was told they are. Greg Grissom texted me. He was listening and said, they are already in the team shop. Oh, sweet. 59 jerseys with coach on the back. So, that would be confusing between that and my Coachella jersey. So I'll have to try to keep them straight in the closet. I've got separate closets for my Coachella stuff. That sounds so, about right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so my angels wings and all that other stuff course. that I do. You know what I, yeah. like gear that I wear? I know. To I get uncomfortable. Yeah. Why you think like every week there's a Coachella day at the my office? Tiny backpacks. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, yeah. Where does that? How do you feel about that? If you're Kenyon Green, Coachella. No, oh. no, no, fifty nine. Oh, uh, okay. I think you. I think I would feel like I might need to change my number. I feel like I'm going to see so many fifty nine jerseys out there. I'm going to be led down the path of thinking I'm more popular than I am. Hi, Coach. Um, I'm Kenyon Green. Nice to meet you. Have you watched the film yet? 
Oh, exactly. okay, all right. right. Uh, by one, the way, I'm going to change my number. It'd be one thing if Kenyon Green could like open up his iPhone to some film of his last year and just throw it at Tomiko and go, take a look at that. Take a look at that. Yeah. 59. Listen, I'm 59 and you can say goodbye to your franchise left guard. Right, right, right. So, I don't know. I feel like there's room for... I feel like there's room for both a Kenyon 59 and a D'Amico 59. As has been pointed out, 59 wasn't even his number at Texas A&M. It was 55. Kenyon's? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, it's. I mean, there's the door is open. So we'll Maybe see. it was his high school number. But Jerry Hughes is 55 right now, and I think he's going to make the team next year. Pretty sure. I got to be 91 my entire college and NFL career. That was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. And plus, I go in 91 before 90s were cool for defensive line. You made it cool. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, That's pretty center. much the deal. That actually, and stat nerds. It was weirdly kind of cool. like a standard like uh, white D-lineman uh, number. And I guess still is in a lot of ways. Right. Going back to like, uh, oh, the dude from the Bills. and Hanson? No, was not Phil the- Hanson. Okay. Maybe he was a 91 too. There was another guy, Jeff Wright, I think. Okay. But then, like Kevin Green, who was an outside linebacker, but yeah, pass he was rusher. Yeah. There are a lot of white defensive linemen that wore number 91. Yeah. I swear it wasn't like some kind of conscious, uh, some kind of conscious thing. Some weird state. It's not like a prison thing, okay? Right. I like it. Just it just worked out that way. I right. Think. Right. Seth puts both hands up like this, and that's his gang sign. Like both hands, the nine all, and a all one. ten fingers out, but it's really nine fingers plus the one at the. No, you just when you hold all ten oh, fingers up, and, that's oh. your ninety-one. That's your gang sign. Yeah, all ten fingers. Was, like, why are you holding both palms up? Like ninety-one. Ninety-one, dumbass. Yeah, silly. It's <laughs> your gang sign right there. We're just doing. We're just holding stationary both palms. Stationary jazz yeah, hands. Yeah, it's, it's right. Stationary We've been, uh, it's our walk a walk post. It's the 91 gang sign right there. All right. Uh, we, add, we added the jazz hands to the walk a walk. We did. Right? We sure did. Yeah. yeah, a lot of other people do walk a walk but we added like jazz us. hands to walk a walk. Not like us. Which is that, that's Waka-waka. what makes stuff funny. <laughs> it makes it much funnier. All right. Um, let's get into the nine o'clock hour here. Winners and losers. From the D'Amico Ryan's hire. Four winners, four losers. We got them for you next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.